Glory to God, my brothers and sisters, and we're thankful that you're joining us again on another podcast of the During Bible Study episode with your host, Steve Kitts. We thank you for joining us, and we want to open up in a prayer as we get ready to talk about demons. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful word. We thank you, Lord, that you give us the weapons and the ability, Lord, and the knowledge how to defeat the enemy that comes against us using you, Lord. Uh, You're with us, Lord, and you shine your light in our darkness that we can overcome these things. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, and we lift you up in your holy name. And amen. About demons. Demons get a lot of attention through movies, TV shows about the paranormal, but they are real. What does the Bible say about these demons? Learning about demons is very unpleasant, but it's important to know what the Bible says about the demons in order to protect yourself from them. Now, what is a demon? A demon is a fallen angel, one of the angels who rebelled against God in the quest for even more power so long ago and became evil as a result of that. God created all angels to be holy with pure good natures. However, whenever any creature separates from God, that creature's nature changes from good to evil because it no longer can connect to the source of goodness. The demon used to be holy angels and now has an evil nature because it has been corrupted by sin. What does the Bible say about demons? Well, the Bible says that the demons were banished from heaven with Satan because they rebelled against God. Demons are the stars described in Revelations 12 verses 3 and 4. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his head. His tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. This passage that we just read reveals that the third of the angels fell from grace, while the other two-thirds of the angels are still there in heaven, still holy and serving God. Isaiah 14 verses 12 through 15 describes the fall of Satan, who is the leader of the demons. How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of dawn. You have been cast down to earth for those that once lay low nations. You have said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. And I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly, on the most highs of Mount Zipon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds, I will make myself like the Most High, but you have brought down the realm of the dead to the depths of the pit. In Luke 10 and 18, Jesus says, I saw Satan fall from like lightning from heaven. In Revelations 12 verses 7 through 9, it describes how the angels became demons. They fell from heaven along with Satan. War had broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, and the ancient serpent, called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray, he was hurled to the earth, and his angels with him. Jesus often delivered people from demons throughout his ministry here on earth. Throughout the Gospels, we'll notice many different encounters between Jesus and the demons. Each time, Jesus stopped the demons' evil work and brought spiritual healing to diverse types of afflictions. In Matthew 4 and 4, Jesus said when he was healing, people brought him all that were ill of various diseases, those suffering from pain, the demon-possessed, and those having seizures, and the paralyzed, 
and he healed them all. Jesus' followers also cast out demons from people. Sometimes they were successful, like in Luke 10, 17, and Acts 16 and 18. And sometimes they were unsuccessful when they needed extra help from Jesus, like in Mark 9, 28 through 29. The Bible says that the demons are working on the earth today, fighting to destroy God's work and deceive people. Demons proclaiming false teachings, deceiving the world, attacking people who are faithful to God, and fighting the holy angels. Demonic possession, this is in which the demons enter the bodies of humans, and it can happen to vulnerable people who aren't connected to God in the saving relationship, as the gospel's stories in the demon possessions have shown. However, Christians cannot be bodily possessed because they have the Holy Spirit living inside of them. The Bible mentions some of these demons are active on earth, and they refer to them in Ephesians 6 and 12. For our struggles are not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of the dark world, against the forces of evil in the heavenly realms. God had planned an eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels, according to Matthew 25 and 41. Demons are aware of their eternal destination. In Matthew 28, the two demons shouted out to Jesus, What do you want with us, Son of God? They shouted. Have you come to torture us before our appointed time? Right now, the demons are still deceiving people, hurting people, and influencing people into sin. But God is doing the redeeming work in the world, and we can find protection from demons by asking God to help us with His unlimited power. How do you protect yourself from demons? Demons can harm you in various ways, from lying to you, to tempting you to sin, to causing mental anguish like depression and anxiety, or physical illness or injuries in your life. Thankfully, with God's help, you can protect yourself from falling prey to these demons. And here's how. Putting on the full armor of God. Ephesians 6, 13 through 17, it describes the armor that you should put on for the strength to win the unseen yet real spiritual battles around you. The belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. You can do all that God is asking you to do if you will arm yourself with these weapons and defense items. Now you do need to test the spiritual messages that you receive. Don't just accept that this message that you received is from an angel without truly examining and testing the message. In 1 John 4 and 1 it advises, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Beware of false messages. Satan, whom the demon follows, is a liar and the father of lies. According to John 8 and 44, demons may speak as false prophets. And then in Jeremiah 23:16, it says that false prophets speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. The true test, whether or not it's an angel, is truly communicating that message to you from God, is that the angel has to say about Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that in 1 John 4 and 2, this is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. We can pursue some wisdom by getting closer with our relationship with God. While demons can easily influence you into sin if you're not walking close to God, you can gain wisdom that you need to overcome temptation by staying close to God.
In Proverbs 9 and 10, it declares, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Fearing God doesn't mean to be afraid of Him. Fearing God involves being awe of Him, which comes from paying close attention to all the wonders that He's working around us in our lives. John says, Do not believe every spirit, but to test the spirits to see whether they're from God. And this is how you recognize that they're from God. Like I said before, every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus comes in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. They are a spirit of Antichrist. And we know that the whole world is under control of the evil one, according to 1 John 5 and 19. Finally, it is important to intentionally base our daily decisions reflecting on what God matters most. Choosing to do what is right as God is leading you. Don't compromise what you believe in to make your choice every day. This is vital because the demons are constantly trying to tempt you and to change you and pull you away from God. However, 1 John 4 and 4 assures us that through our relationship with God, we can win every battle. You, dear friend, are from God, and God has overcome them. Because the one that is in you is greater than the one that is in the world. Satan does seem to affect the human beings and hinder them with different harassments. In conclusion, to wrap up what the Bible says about demons, that they are fallen angels who are dangerous because of their evil actions towards humanity. However, through the relationship with Jesus, you have access to all the power that you need to protect yourself from those demons. Colossians 2 and 15 says that Jesus has disarmed the powers and authorities and made the public spectrum of them triumphing over them at the cross. When you resist demons through God's power, you have nothing to fear. Satan and his evil spirits do hinder Christians today with various degrees of bondage due to personal or generational sins and covenants. But we can overcome that with Jesus' help, putting on that full armor of God, being close to Him, we can overcome. I had a great friend that told me that where there is light, there can be no darkness. This tells me that the closer I am to God and His light, the demons can't get hold of me like they can if I'm on that outer edge of the darkness. Don't just be close enough to say you're a Christian, but live the life be the life that God wants you to have. Well, thank you, and we uh, really enjoyed this portion of this lesson about demons. I hope that this helps you grow stronger as a Christian and, and know that they're out there, they're trying to destroy and to take away. But we have help through God, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Well, let's close in a prayer, and I'll see you next next lesson. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful word. We thank you, Lord, that you give us the understanding that there's forces out there that is going to hinder us and bother us and try to destroy our relationships with anybody and everybody. It wants to tear us down and destroy us. But you want us to thrive and to be a powerful light in this lost and the dying world. Help us to be that for you, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you. In your holy name we beg. Amen.